Welcome back to the Coconut Grove podcast. This is episode 46, and this week, Katie and I will be discussing networking. Stay tuned for our best tips, tricks, and advice on how to network your way to your dream career. Podcast day, podcast day, it's podcast day. (laughs) That's my jingle for the week. I feel like I start the episodes with like a little... That's awesome. A bit of a tune. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Welcome to podcast day. So how's it going? (laughs) Yeah. It's good. How are you? I'm good. Little, um little sweaty but like feeling good (laughs) sweaty because you're burning with energy (laughs) for this episode you're just like I'm just passionate I'm just so excited I'm just sweating yeah I feel it I'm also excited but I'm not sweating you know that (laughs) I do know that feeling yeah I do (laughs) (laughs) my god uh yeah no, I just got off the treadmill, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sweating. Oh, good. Yeah, I guess it's some dark yeah. going. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, Needed to change the mood. Got on the treadmill. Feeling good. Nice. Exciting. Yeah. Well, before we kick off the episode, I was, wow, well, maybe I, w- I should have asked this before we started recording, but I'm going to put it in the episode because... Maybe we'll cause some controversy. Um, I was thinking we could name this segment something. And we've talked about this a couple of times in the past. But what do you think of calling it like the lounge or like coconut lounge? Like come lounge with us. That's the opening segment. Is that cute or is that that cringe? (laughs) No, it's the lounge. It's the coconut lounge. Yeah. It's like the Grove Lounge, the Coconut Grove Lounge. It's the Grove Lounge. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, doesn't that sound so cute? Lounge. We have a bunch of girls. Yeah, and that's where we should chat. Yeah, and that's you the just like you just talk us. shit. You talk shit in the lounge. Okay, cool. This is the lounge segment. Talk smack. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And welcome back to the lounge. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it. I am loving Ooh, okay, it. Okay, cool. That like rolls off the tongue. All right. Okay. Um yeah, you know what? I I we should have mentioned this to uh our producer, basically, uh our audio yeah, editor. They're definitely um, our producer. <laughs> basically our producer <laughs> at this point. Um <laughs> because they were the ones who gave us that idea to like name it in the first place. They were like, Why don't you have a name yet? So it's the lounge. There you go. There's the nugget. You know, There's the, the, the update for you. <laughs> that's what you're asking about i <laughs> i'm laughing because mike was like we gotta name the office we w- both work in the office um like we've got to name it something and i was like yes oh it's the concentration station but that that's stuck <laughs> but for all the wrong reasons and it's so inappropriate so i'm really oh, glad no. you figured the name out <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh and now you yeah. have to turn it into the lounge you have to lounge it up it's got to be very grovy and very coconutty and LA. I'm seeing like a couch that looks like a beach towel, like with the stripes. Oh, cool. very interesting. Oh my god. He's got ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Super cute. 
Well, welcome to the lounge. Welcome to the lounge. Um, Do you have any stories or fun updates for the lounge? Yes. So in this very lounge room was my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I had to unmute myself because I needed to show that I was laughing because you literally made me laugh out loud. That was really funny. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So she was here. Um, We always joke because we're like, cousin doesn't really do it justice. It's like sister, cousin, friend. Like it's so, it's, I don't know. It's so funny. We, we can never think of the right word, but anyway, she was here um, for a few days and it was so awesome. Basically we just like went to Target and like went to Trader Joe's and walked around the beach and just like drank coffee and just chilled and relaxed in the sun and just hung out. And it was so good. It was such a recharge for both of us. Although we may have recharged too hard because we stayed up really late (laughs) just like chatted and like ate food and like oh my god the best that is like we may recharge too hard no that is the recharge that is like the ultimate right so i feel like this whole episode is slanted on my like okay well i've been in target a lot lately and like i have been looking at beauty products a lot lately so yeah so it was awesome and it was so good to see her i'm so um feel so special that she like came all this way so yeah oh nice <laughs> what about you? i love that um i don't have any stories or fun oh excuse me i don't have any this week no um this is too no. close to the last episode i recorded um i mean for uh, you yeah i got a i got a haircut but that will be a, a double update for the audience so that's true yeah i i saw it in your um your post your second post on the os update and I was oh, so I excited. I was like, oh my God, amazing. <gasps> Another Katie's post. coming out. She's coming Maybe. out as a rebranded, rebranded Katie. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It looks so cute. Right now I can't well, see it, but I saw the picture. Yeah, I have it tucked back in a cute a little mini bun. It's so short. It's so nice. It's not actually short. It's just short to me comparatively. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No updates. But next time I see you, my oh. hair is not going to be the same color though. stay tuned for the next instagram post (laughs) (laughs) so when when is that coming a couple days a week uh that's the saturday that's why i was telling you earlier like i i could hang out in the afternoon but in the morning i got plans got somewhere to be oh my god (laughs) i'm so excited yeah, but by the time this episode comes out, my hair will already be the color that it's going to be. To be determined. Do we have to rebrand I, with the new hair color? I know, I know. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Because you know what? Didn't Ashlyn say that she was coming back in like sometime this fall? I think so, yeah. She hasn't come back yet, but she said that she was going to come back. Uh, so maybe we'll just... Snatch her up for one quick. We don't have to do a full session. Update. Just like one photo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just like one glamour one location, shot. One pose. <laughs> yes. Like the yeah. glamour shot. <laughs> she would do so well too. Ugh. I'm imagining like. We love her. Yeah. Disco balls at the Hollywood pool. <laughs> <gasps> if we could get it, that would be so incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, she suggested it. I thought that was an amazing idea. Yeah. Like, Sign me up. Oh, for real. For real. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what's what's your sunshine medicine this week? 
I think my sunshine medicine this week is my baby niece. Um, she's not really technically a niece and I have to be specific because that's literally my job is to like identify relationships. So she's actually my first cousin once removed, but I call her my niece. And, what is the removed uh, part? Yeah. What does that removed mean? Removed means so like, I know it sounds really stupid, but basically my cousin is at the same generation as me because she's my mother's sister's daughter. So we're the same. We're like daughters of the previous generation. So we're one generation down. But her daughter is one generation even farther. So there's no real word to denote anything past a cousin. So you would just say that she's a cousin but she's one generation diagonally removed if you draw like if you were to draw two lines like that. Okay. So first removed is just saying first cousin, second cousin, third cousin. It's just another way to say that. No, because a first cousin is someone who's at the same generational level as you. A first cousin I want to remove would be their child and a second cousin would be my child and their relationship to this cousin. Could draw you a picture. Yeah, yeah, I'll need a picture, but I'm sure the listeners don't need a don't need the whole image. We'll we'll post something maybe on the stories. But yeah, I definitely need a visual. That is mind bending to me a little bit, but we'll blame that on my ADHD. <laughs> Anyways, I'll let it's you continue okay. because it's, it's probably not important to the story at all. <laughs> Um, well, now that we know exactly how she's related to me, right? Um, she's 18 months and she's super adorable. And I just, I got some videos of her and I heard lots about her um, when my uh, cousin was here and cause that's her mom. And um, yeah, she's just so adorable and she's just literally a ray of sunshine and she's, she's learning so many skills and she's learning so many words right now. And she's, oh. It's it's just so exciting, Aww. and I just yeah. I feel so happy that, um, like I got to be more involved in her life, even though I'm so far away. So she's bringing me lots of joy. Oh, that's adorable! I love that. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Well, it's not as cute or adorable, um, but it did make me happy. The weather, the weather has been so nice. It's like. The mornings and evenings are like low 70s, like breezy. It's like chilly. I have a jacket right now. Is it starting to get chilly at night? I love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> do you like it? Is it That's do you so feel the same? Funny. Well, I can appreciate why you feel that way because Hollywood gets so baking hot during the summer. Um, it's like so it's like hard to survive. But since we have like pretty moderate temperatures out here i don't like when it gets windy like i want it to stay the same all year around and honestly i'm trying to do that conversion in my head i like 25 degrees so that is i don't know is that like in the high 80s low 90s 90s is like hot uh okay 25 plus 30 is 55 let me just see if this can convert it right here on my phone oh wait no it's 80 it's like 80 83 every day that'd be perfect 80 80 is pretty warm for me i feel like 75 well 80 is nice with a breeze like 75 and sunny yeah. is pretty warm yeah. still in la 
It's like, that's like good weather for me. So at night when it's like breezy and like 70 with no sun, to me, that's chilly in LA. Yeah, it's chilly. (laughs) I think just like literally spending so much time in a cold place. I am just, I absolutely relish in the days where I could walk around in a sports bra and short shorts and feel very comfortable. I'd like that is a dream come true. If I could do that all day and all night for the rest of my life, I have no complaints. <laughs> nice. But that's just like, I'm just so weird. I know most people disagree and they prefer the fall. Like I think LA in the fall is like the best season by the majority of people's opinions. It's so nice. I just, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the summer. But it's nice to have like a break from that because after a while it gets kind of boring and like <laughs> cozy fashion is 10 out of 10. It's the best winter fashion, fucking beats summer fashion's ass every day. Like, <laughs> unbeatable. Layers, Anyways. layers, layers. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> ugh, it just looks so good. Anyways, that's my sunshine medicine. Um, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm going to Rosalia this weekend. I was telling you about that earlier, but I don't speak like any Spanish at all. And I only know a few of her songs. So it's a real um, it's a leap of faith, <laughs> but it should be super fun. Um, my neighbor friend who's from Spain invited me and she was like, you don't have to speak Spanish. It's going to be great. And I'm like, okay. So I'm excited for the energy. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. And like the whole event of of the Rosalia concert. But yeah, I'm just a little bit like, uh, do I know how to party like my Latin friends? I hope so. Oh my gosh. They'll show uh, you. They'll show you. It's, the, it's yeah, so fun. You, you'll have such a blast. Have you picked up on any Spanish? Like you've done a couple of trips to Mexico and you've kind of like dabbled a little bit here and there. I guess like, what do I know? Like I know some really useless things from day-to-day work, like hermano y hermana, like brothers and sisters. Cuanto, I know the word for blood is sangre. (laughs) Uh, I know that my job is a uh, concierge genetica. Roughly all. <laughs> I have a collection of nouns. There you go. I mean, because like when I when I first met you, I believe you didn't even know how to say like your name, like my name is or something, right? You you didn't know any Spanish, so I'm not sure I know that. Is that Miamo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think I know how to say I'm sorry, which is Lo Siento, mm-hmm. and I also just say Donata all the time. I'm just like don't. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. I have but, some I have some short phrases. I would say I have the capacity of like someone who is about 14 months. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not very good. <laughs> hey, it's yeah. hard. It's it's hard unless you're dedicating time. It's, it's oh, totally yeah. like, stuff it up. is really a lot. Yeah. But I'm I'm picking up the, the things that are here and there. <laughs> Nice. Um, on my looking forward to <laughs> you'll love. I'm looking forward to fall things. <laughs> uh, as I you're know, just talking about summer, I'm so looking exciting. forward to the fall things and the holidays. 
I started hearing like the specific type of jazz music they put out during fall time where it's like right before Christmas. They can't play Christmas music yet, but they can play stuff that kind of sounds like Christmas music because the weather is changing. Um, so I'm starting to hear that music everywhere. And I'm just the like, winter mm, jazz. Cozy. Yeah, the winter jazz. It's great. I love it. Um, so I feel like exactly what you're cozy talking season. About I know. Yeah. And just weather changing and getting colder. I'm excited. Oh, that's good. I, at least one of us is. One <laughs> of us has to be. Gotta represent the cold seasons here. Um, it's because I'm also a January yeah. birthday and you're a July birthday. Come on. I know. I'm like, my, my, my Leo sign is literally like a ball of fire. And I'm like, I identify with the sun. So All fire signs ever. It's hard. <laughs> I'm like literally all the fire signs. So, yeah. Well, mm. tell us what's hot then. Okay. So... Like I said, I was spending a lot of time at Target and actually a lot of time at Ulta and Sephora, just kind of perusing and browsing. And I have noticed, one is what I've noticed from there, one is from other places. So one thing I noticed there um, is that the Fenty uh, lip stain, Fenty lip stain is so hot. It is so highly reviewed. It's so good quality. I watched a billion TikToks on it. It stains your lips perfectly. It doesn't smudge. It doesn't smear. It lasts Did forever. The quality. Here's the catch. They're sold out. Oh, no. Oh, dang. So I know. So I picked up on this trend just like one hot beat too late. And my cousin is on a wait list. I'm now on a wait list. So... TikTok will do know, that to I'm literally so every beauty product. I'm so curious now. I, know. I haven't heard this one. I know. <gasps> I feel like this just happened too. Like literally just happened. Like the TikToks are still going wild. So I'm sure. Yeah, it's the, the same <sighs> so thing sad. happened with like the the I think it was the Charlotte Tilbury blush wand. I think it was Charlotte yes. something like that. I still can't find those. It's been a freaking almost year since that video blew up. We're longer. Like it's been so long yeah. since that video blew up and I still cannot find it. It's crazy. I know, it's crazy that there's like <laughs> also like a sleepy time tea with a specific brand that we saw on TikTok and we're like, we'll just wait. And it's been like eight months. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, oh it's gosh. never coming back. Yeah. So I was just, I, I really, it was just saying this to send credit to anyone who snatched up a Fenty lip stain because I'm so freaking jealous. It looks amazing. Nice. Um one thing that you might actually be able to get on the trend of is um, triangular shaped sports bras. Okay. So imagine like a bikini, but with more structure. Ah. Ooh, right? So it, it, it'll actually hold. Like you can jog in it. Or yeah. is it like so for it, yoga? Mm, <laughs> low impact, medium impact. So yeah. like weightlifting and like a hit where you're not like jumping jacking but um yeah i have noticed this trend at golds and i think that golds is somewhat a good metric for like what's up and coming and i've been searching like tiktok to see like what's up and coming for like gym fits trying to get more like on trend or like before the trend and i honestly think that this is a trend that's coming because i've looked at all of the major um like activewear companies like from like super expensive, like aloe to mid tier to like 
you know, like lower end, like knockoff brands. And there is only a couple available and they're not even like evenly distributed. There's like a couple in the mid tier and like, I feel like aloe has like one or two. So I think this trend is going to blow up. I think that the triangular uh, sports bra is going to be big in the next um, six to eight months for sure. So it looks amazing. It's super flattering. It's like, if you have the if you're worried about a, like confidence, you could always dress it with like a more full coverage, like high waisted pant. You could wear like a sweater or like a wrap around your your waist. You could do like the ball cap. But I've got to say, like it's super super flattering to the chest, the shoulders, and the back. And I I'm seeing a few girls, not even like the influencer girls. Just every time I go, I see someone doing like the V bikini sports bra, and it's so cute and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a big thing for sure it's coming nice are you getting one do you have one I am I'm debating I'm like ah do I there's one at like Gymshark which I'm I don't love it because it has like a little scrunchy bit and I'm like that's not really me um and then the one at Aloe I do like but I don't know if I want to subscribe to like a $98 sports oh yeah yeah, just dig around. See, you got to find something like kind of somewhere in the middle, like a good quality one that's going to last you. Exactly. Like, honestly, Fabletics has been shocking me. Exactly. I've been doing Fabletics every so often. Like, I, I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I got like a, a set in this periwinkle color. It was so cute. But I keep getting emails from them. Yes. And all their sets, are, they're, they're like really, really trendy. And their quality is pretty good. So maybe they'll come out with one soon. Yeah, Oops. let me know because I I really want to get one that's like in the $40, $50 range. Like that's, I think, high, high expensive, but not aloe expensive. <laughs> oh my right. God. Yeah. You get a whole set for $100. So anyways, yeah, it's I, crazy out I'm there. predicting that for everyone, including myself. <laughs> I can see myself wearing that in the near future. <laughs> so yeah. Very yeah. exciting. And what's what's your hot? What's what's your hot? Okay, that did not I've go got... right. Time. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. I have three, as I usually do. Um, one, which kind of plays into yours, um, kind of malls, but not fast fashion. Okay. And I went to a mall the other day, and it was popping. Everybody was there. I like, like everybody was there. It was crazy. But most of the people are in the restaurants by the time we were there because it was dinner time. So many people. But there was nobody to be seen in like all of the big fast fashion stores like the Zara, the H&M. Oh, it was so glorious to see. It felt really good. So, so malls are in to like hang out, look cute and get food in, but not to shop at trashy uh, stores. You heard it here first. Totally That's agree. number one. <laughs> Um, number two is movie dates. Uh, there's a lot of good movies out right now or if not good, like controversial, which also could be good. So a lot of good movies out. Nestor and I have been seeing, well, most controversial is don't worry, darling. Obvi. Um, lots of drama behind that one. Um, behind the scenes, the movie itself, the cast, so much fun drama there. TikTok it if you need to, because there's a lot. Um, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then just like drama in the, like the film scene with movies coming out from directors who shouldn't be making movies still and whatnot. So anyways, um, you don't have to see those movies, but there's a lot of, a lot of movies out, uh, which makes for fun movie dates. So that's hot. And then my last These one is also, I know, right? The winter and fall are the best time for movies. Um, and then my last what's hot is also a lip product, but it's by Summer Fridays and it's their lip balm in vanilla. And the vanilla one has like a slight like beige tint to it. It's like, or like toffee. It's like somewhere in that kind of like brownish tint, but it, it's a balm, like a glossy balm. So it looks like a lip gloss, like a, like a color lip gloss but it's like a hydrating lip balm and it's vanilla and it's, it smells so good. Mm. It hydrates my lips so much. And I put it over like my regular lip products, like a lip gloss because it like blends with them so well. It like oh melts God. together. It's amazing. That Highly like recommend. Yeah. Remember last year how Thank I was you. like in my sugar cookie era? I'm definitely yeah. bringing that back. Uh, I'm about to be a sugar cookie again. That's going to be my <laughs> sugar cookie lip scent. <laughs> it's sugar cookie season, everyone. Get ready. Yes, I can't wait. Anyways. From Starbucks to deodorant, she's covered. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just realized we've been like, thir- we have almost 30 minutes of our lounge segment. We were like lounging, lounging this week. <gasps> We need to jump into yeah, the we episode. We lounged. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you take Let's it away in. with some of the episode goals? Because um, originally we were going to do this as a solo episode, but we kind of wanted to tag team it instead. So what are the episode goals, Ashley? I think it's going to be fun like this. Yeah. Okay. So I know that networking is like... um sometimes the word of Satan. I know some people absolutely hate this, this word and this topic. So I wanted to tackle it because I think that it can be, it can be something you can appreciate. So in this episode, we really want you to learn when, why um, you should consider networking and the importance of doing it well. And then we want to give you some non-traditional tips that are proven with some actionable steps to actually Uh, give you the skills necessary to do this successfully. So um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Let's dive in and dance with us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Stop dancing. Stop dancing. (laughs) It's time to start networking. But your business has to on. It's time to start taking yourself seriously now, okay? All right? So I think this <laughs> this is like a little blurb from Harvard Business Review. And I think it summarizes like what I hear from most people when I talk about networking. So it says, I hate networking. We hear this all the time from executives, other professionals, and MBA students. They tell us that networking makes them feel uncomfortable and phony, even dirty. Although some people have a natural passion for it, namely the extroverts, 
who love and thrive on social interaction, many understandably see it as a brown nosing, exploitive, and inauthentic. They see it as inauthentic. Yeah. So you can't see, but I gave myself a little little wiggle when I said (laughs) extroverts. So I don't know if I am either the best person to give this this um you know be part of this discussion or I am the worst person to be a part of this discussion but I hope that I convince you over the course of this episode that networking does not have to be any of those things it is not dirty it does not have to be inauthentic and it's in no way brown nosing I really don't know how it is because if you're feeling it like it's brown nosing I think you're doing it wrong yeah well in the defense of maybe the opinions of those people they might not be feeling like they're the brown nosing ones, but they might feel like other people are. And that's what might be turning them off going. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the inauthenticity I can totally feel because sometimes it does feel like people are only there to level up, especially in like really big cities like LA. So that's something to be careful for. So Let's pretend, let's don't pretend it doesn't exist, but we're going to teach you ways to avoid people like that and how to like have the networking experience that you want and that you hear other people having, but you just haven't achieved yourself. I think that's where we're going. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Katie, in your experience, why network? Why should someone bother networking? Um. Um, I think people should network for a couple of reasons. Um, If they're considering networking, it's probably because they're trying to level up somewhere in life, whether it's like business or like their career in some way. Um, It usually it usually comes down to like leveling yourself up. And you can't really level up by yourself. Like, as much as we would like to, especially us introverts, as much as we would like to be able to do everything alone, everything in our power with our hands and be in control of it all, it just doesn't work like that. Um, it just doesn't. And we can't expect the world to work the way that we want to all the time. So we just kind of have to play the game. And the thing is, when you're meeting people that you really connect with and you really sync with, it makes the experience positive. So as long as you're having a positive experience, um, then I think you should be networking to level yourself up in some way. So it, it doesn't have to be career. It could just be like hobby. It could be passion. It could be, I don't know, education. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, no, I, I think that summarizes it well. I think that it's it's any area of your life um, with a caveat that I'll talk about at the end of the, the episode, but it's pretty much any area of your life that you want to see improvement in or you want to learn something from, right? So you said like career, passion, hobby, whatever, that's totally fine. I think, you know, you can't come up with novel ideas all on your own. So you've really got to like source the greater, the greater uh, network of people and I think when it really comes down to it, why network? It's I think that at the heart of it is what's going to determine your experience. Is really your intention. If your intention is to like basically uh, find people that you can gain something from, 
you might find that it's a lot of work. It is a bit soul fucking and it is boring or it doesn't feel authentic to you. And that's probably because your intention isn't exactly um, balanced, thoughtful, or like maybe as in line with who you really are. So you really have to think about like, why are you networking and what's your intention? If your intention is essentially pure and you have genuine curiosity for learning a new thing or for getting ahead in a particular area of your life, that's great. If your intention is clear, honest, and authentic, I think you'll be fine. I think that's kind of the starting place. So you can see that in all areas wherever you're networking. Yeah, fully agree. What about like who you network with? Do you have an opinion on like a specific type of person to be networking with? Yeah. Um, so I think you kind of have like two general groups of people. You have like your friends of friends, your third degree, fourth degree connections, and then you have your cold calls, right? Like you have people that you've never met. You don't know anything about them. Um, you found them randomly. You're essentially cold calling them or cold emailing them or whatever. Um, and I think both are totally appropriate. It just depends on situation and kind of what you're asking to network about, right? Like, let's say you're making a career change and you want to go from, I don't know, you want to go from like marketing to podcasting and you're like, hey, I want to reach out to Katie and Ashley and I'm cold calling them. Like, that's totally appropriate because that's quite authentic. Like we're in the space, we have something to offer you, you want to learn from us, that's totally fine. You're not going to like message your aunt's best friend because she likes to do postmasters. Yeah, same principle, different experience, it's not going to be useful, right? So I think you need to be able to like sort of think prospectively about like what group you're accessing and why. And I think it's totally fine to access like friends of friends or totally cold call. What about yeah. you? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, have I ever networked like that? I feel like I've only networked at events. Um, but that's not entirely true because I did, I definitely did reach out to people to meet up for coffee uh, when I was in the photography world. I just never really considered that as like networking. I always would like think of that as like, yeah, just like getting to know my community. Like, isn't that so cheesy? Um, but that's really funny that you pointed that no, out. That's like so perfect. Yeah, like, that's exactly what I mean is like, that's authentic. Like, I feel like these networking events are the most contrived situation and they're the hardest ones to control. Um, so like, sure. I have specific feedback for that too. But I think if you can, if you can be in control of the situation by sending that first email or setting that coffee date, like, that's going to be so much more you because you're in control of setting up that situation, right? And I think your messaging and your intention will come out a lot more. And like you said, it didn't even feel like networking because you just felt like you were getting to know people in your community, in your space, in your desired interests. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's like what you want your experience to be anyways. Um, I think you covered that totally. perfectly. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um so I'm just going to move on to like where to network since I guess that's where I've had the most experience. Um, basically, when I think of like going out to network, like that 
kind of event where you don't know anybody kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I always look at Facebook events, which might just be like an old school millennial thing. But meetups.com does not ex- I mean, it exists, but it's not active anymore. I do not see anybody post anything there ever in LA. Um, I only see events in LA on Facebook. So I usually peruse that. Sometimes Eventbrite will have some stuff um, because those are like ticketed events. So if you're looking for really like high quality ticketed events, most people use Eventbrite. Um, so just browse your local area. Um, that's as far as like getting like really easy access to just like what's coming up, what's going on. But also, um, start to think about some of your interests in like the things that you do and see if you can get really specific about where you find the events. Like does a podcast you listen to host an event that's coming up and you know, they're going to be in your city. Well, there's going to be a bunch of people in that audience who listen to the same podcast you do. That's a perfect networking opportunity right there. If, you know, the podcast is of interest in your career field or if your field of interest that you want to get involved in, like that's a networking opportunity, even though it's not necessarily a networking event. So you kind of have to see it like that. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Like the, the more you can see like getting to know other people as like the people they are and like have genuine curiosity and less about networking to get get a gain i think the better it will go for you but i also sort of like reading between the lines see what you're saying is like take more leaps of faith to find opportunities that aren't just like these big contrived like groups like that are classic networking groups like yeah look for smaller groups like facebook groups you said or event right take take a risk on something that's not like your prescribed area like try something that you're interested in you don't know anyone for that's totally fine um i would say also on when when to network but you know what I mean? Basically, like what groups to find. Just like remember, it's okay to network one-on-one. Like we were saying, Katie and I, like if you just are very interested in someone that you found on social media, you found online, you found on a professional network, just reach out. Like most people are extremely receptive and super flattered as long as you write a, you know, an appropriate message by the fact that you're curious to know them. If that's your intention, if your intention is to know them, which hopefully is most of your intention, um, I don't see why they would say no. Well, let's also let's also be fair and honest to the opportunities or the times when the person has to say no, because you have to be realistic to who you're reaching out to, and you also have to be you have to honor their time and like you don't know what they do outside of where you see them from. So if you know them to have like a, a nightly show on YouTube, like whatever, like you might only see them for an hour once a week, but that doesn't mean they're not busy the rest of the time. So let's try and remember that people are also busy. And if they don't get back to you, I would say follow up once, twice tops. Like that's, that's pushy. If you're like, if they, if you really have something you can exchange, you can follow up twice. Otherwise, it's just probably not a good networking opportunity anyways, because they probably don't have a lot of time to give you, 
lot of value to give you. And um, you don't want to cause like a bad relationship with somebody you don't know right away just because you're trying to like meet with them. So don't set the expectation somebody will say yes. Um, and I, I would just always go into the expectation somebody is going to say no because they're going to be too busy. And then that way, kind of get excited when they respond like, yeah, I'd love to meet with you because that's like, that's an opportunity that you just got because most people are busy, but this person is setting time aside out of their very busy day to meet with you. So that's the way I would see it. Yeah, I think that's a healthy approach for sure. I think it's just like, don't, don't already like know yourself. Like don't already like limit yourself by saying, oh, this person's probably too busy. Give it a go. But absolutely. Katie's advice is is key. Yeah. It's like about finding kind of that middle ground of like, don't not send the email because you're afraid they're going to say no. Like definitely send the email and definitely follow up. I definitely think it's fine to follow up. A friend of mine was actually asking like, is it okay to follow up if somebody hasn't responded? Absolutely. It's okay. I think it's totally fine. Um, and if they get angry that you followed up, then be like, uh, you respond, you didn't respond in like, it's been four days and you didn't have the decency to say like, I can't respond, I'll get back to you. Like got your message, can't respond, like at the bare minimum. So that's the thing. So nobody can get mad uh, in that situation. <laughs> that's, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um I think we were going to touch on when to network next. Did you want to cover that? Like knowing when's like the right time in life or like when in your career you should network or do you think we should be networking like year round all the time? Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, um, it's probably very important to network throughout your career because, you know, just like they say about books, if you, if you don't read books, you live one life. If you read books, you live a thousand. And I think that's the same for the people that you get to know and the opinions you incorporate into your mind and the discussions you have. So if we're talking about personal growth, it's very important to be meeting new people all the time, whether or not you incorporate them as friends. But I think you learn new opinions and you see different perspectives um, in terms of career and like networking for your career and your growth there. I was going to say that's very important at the beginning, but I can also see how it's going to be super important in the middle and at the end. So in the beginning, I think you're, you're launching off, you're finding yourself, you're finding your stride and your interests. I think if you're in like a, a trainee kind of phase on something, you can always undersell yourself. But if you network with the right people, you could make that phase a lot quicker or a lot easier or a lot more aligned with your true goals. Um, that's, I think, an underutilized stage of networking. A lot of students feel like they've got to network just so they can land their first job, or a lot of trainees feel like they they have to network so that they can like get that good promotion right away. But really, if you think about it more selfishly, like why not network so that you can like decide if that feels right for you and you can feel confident and move up quickly, like. I don't know that yeah, I think that's a, a an underutilized totally could be point made. Yeah. in time. Yeah. And then I think like in the middle of your career, that's when people start to get like bored and stagnant. So why not network and see new ideas and see if there's anything about like out, out there that's better for you. Or um, maybe it's, it's worse and you're going to feel better about where you're at. And then I think at the end of your career, it's really more about 
um, sharing your knowledge and giving back to the community. And I think uh, a lot of people recognize that it's sort of their point in time to network with others to share what they've learned. But at the end of a career, I mean, it's not like the end of a career. Maybe you're networking to find your like after retirement plan. <laughs> Maybe you're like <laughs> launching off at the end of your career for the next career, right? So I think a piece of advice that I got from someone who's pretty intelligent was that, you know, once you stop learning, you're dead. You, it's the same, I think, with networking. Sure. We just you you have to always be working on the little steps, working on learning something new, meeting new people. Yeah, and I think everybody can choose like what that looks like for them, like based on their energy level, their commitment level, how much they're trying to move up, where and who they're trying to move up with. So, if you know, if the sound of committing to networking year round sounds daunting, like just remember that you get to customize that doesn't mean that you have to go do something weekly. Like you can look at your, your calendar on like a quarterly basis. And or like, you know, a seasonal basis and say, you know, I have a goal of, you know, meeting somebody who has an interest in the field that I'm looking forward to getting into or like, you know, somebody who's one level higher than me or somebody who's at the same level of, of me, but who's working in a different like field of, you know, uh, their career, whatever. Like set like a, like a goal and like, you don't have to meet that person in two weeks. Like you can take like a few months to like find that connection. Like it's, it, you can set that parameter yourself. Do you agree with that, Ashley? Yes, for the most part. So I think in the in terms of networking, it's quality over quantity. So if let's yeah. say you only met one person that you really hit it off with over like a three year period, I think that would probably still be better for personal or professional growth than setting any kind of goal or milestone. If you really just nurture relationships that matter. Um, then perhaps the networking will happen on its own, right? Because that person might say, well, hey, I know this other person you need to talk to, and then that'll be an organic relationship formed there. So it's, I think um, goal setting is not necessarily needed for networking. I think you can kind of just say it by ear. And I would also just, um, I would also just say that in my experience, networking isn't exactly about um, like, I think you said like moving up, like, like, like your growth. It doesn't have to be about vertical growth. It can be very much just about lateral growth. And that is a reasonable thing to want to have also. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like what I'm saying is like, it doesn't have to be one thing. Like Ashley said, it can be vertical, vertical or lateral. And it, it basically can just like go all over the map. And, you know, I I hear what you're saying with the, like, maybe don't set goals, but I think maybe the way that you're seeing that is in like the lateral way. And the way that I'm seeing it is the vertical way. Because when I would network in the photography world, like I would have to set like networking goals so that I knew that I was meeting somebody in, in like the area that I wanted to be in. Otherwise there would be no point for me to like have that like, like network connection. 
You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't seek out some that otherwise if I didn't have that goal. You know what I mean? Like that goal of like doing what they're doing, you know? And that's like kind of like the example that you gave earlier of like reaching out to a podcast. If you're trying to get into podcasting, like that's a goal of like learning information. So I'm I'm not saying it has to be like a huge milestone. Like you're not there to take advantage of that person and their time, but there's usually an intention for you being there. Um, And if you don't get the exact thing from that person, again, that's what I'm saying is like, that's not what you're there for anyways. Like, you don't have to be bummed out that you didn't meet that exact person. Like, no, you just made a connection. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, I can totally see that. I think rather just like, don't worry about your metrics. Like, worry about your quality. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I agree. Totally saying the same thing in a in a totally different way. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the same thing, but backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So your bases are covered. You will be okay and you will have fun. Um, so now that they feel comfortable, let's teach them how to network. What do you, what would you say is like the first thing to know for how to actually like begin networking? Oof. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's hard. Like it is hard. Like people wouldn't complain about it if it was, super easy and not uncomfortable in any way. Um, But I think first thing you need to do is identify like what you're looking for so that it's, you know, you're, you're going to get something out of it. You're not just wasting your time and you're not wasting their time. So identify like the goal that you you said, what do you want to get out of this? Um, And then if you can identify maybe two or three people that you think would meet that need for you, then you won't feel so bad if they're busy and they're unable to network with you. Um, You've got a couple backups right away. It's going to be, you know, you're still going to be able to go and step outside your comfort zone. You're not waiting around. You're not, you know, feeling sad that someone was unavailable. You kind of identify what you're trying to achieve, identify a few people to reach out to, and then yeah, be bold. Reach out. Like like I said, they might be in your broader network, friends of friends. That's a little bit easier because you can kind of say, hey, I, I, this is why I'm reaching out. I know someone. And if it's totally a cold call, then you got to work up the nerve maybe a little bit to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that those are the first three limiting factors to getting any networking done. <laughs> uh, and then I would just really say like approach your situation with genuine curiosity. Um, networking can be a lot of like weird, small talk, uncomfortable situations. Uh, if you're in person, like weird body language and like stress. So just like think of it like I've just met a cool new person. I've got this great opportunity to learn what their life is about. You might say you're trying to learn you know, you want to learn a new software program from this person, but hey, if you can get to know them on a human to human level, you know, that connection will be solid. You might get a second, you know, networking time with them. You might build a friendship. You might get a job through them because you focus the first opportunity of meeting them to truly get to know them as a person. And if you can be patient with people and you can see that first interaction as like a true authentic human connection 
and put your kind of networking goals and needs on the back burner, I think that goes a long way. And I think it makes those awkward, like first 20 minutes of like actual like communication between two people that don't know each other a lot less uncomfortable because you're kind of like, hey, we, we'll get to like learning about the software, but I just, I'm just so excited to meet you as a person. Like, how are you? Who are you? Like, I think that makes life a little easier because we all know how to do that. We all know how to be like curious. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So let's go on to the last part of this episode and put it all together, put everything into action and give you kind of like a step by step. And then we're going to kind of talk about some maybe controversial things of networking. Let's get into that part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so for for this part, putting everything into action, um, what do you think is like the things to know Um, when somebody's going into their, you know, Maybe this is their second or third time networking and they're just like not getting the hang of it or they're like, I don't see what the hype's about. These people are lame or like, you know, I totally picked the wrong people. Like, what would you say to them? And like, how would you guide them? Yeah, well, I think like everyone has value. So I don't think it's possible to pick the wrong people. Like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. (laughs) Like literally, like okay, let's say you want you're trying to learn the software program and you accidentally met like a French language instructor. Well, hey, it's an opportunity to learn about French language. Like, you know, you just have to change your perspective. And meeting a new person is always going to be valuable in some way. So try to find that value. And I think the way you can find that value is finding your common ground. That is like literally on every single website. And I was trying to figure out what it is that makes me feel comfortable. Like once I'm like, okay, I'm at peace. I don't feel stressed. Like I I like this person. They like me. It's because we, we worked very hard, like with that dialogue to find that common ground as quickly as possible to get out of the like heebie jeebie stage where you're like, who are you? So like, just like throw, just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Like not like a crazy person, but like, okay. Like, how long have you been in this career? How how was it when you were in my shoes at my stage? Okay, like, where are you, where are you from? Where do you work? What do you like about your job? Hey, do you, do you have pets? Like, try all angles and try to find that common ground. The faster you can find it. Yeah, and definitely explore your interests too. Like, the things that you would really love to talk about. Like start there because that way you can, if you find a connection right away and you really like to talk about that thing, that's going to be an instant like relationship right there. And somebody hopefully that you can uh, rely to be able to like swing back and forth on with some ideas uh, in that field. Absolutely. It's like the ultimate icebreaker. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You wrote here body language. I think that's so key. What what's been your experience with like appropriate body language? Oh gosh. Um, I'm zero percent the person to talk on this. I wrote that because that was on your notes from we wrote this episode down. So actually you would probably be the one to talk about it because uh <laughs> as as a okay. self-diagnosed autistic person um with ADHD, um Body language is not something I ever look at on other people. And it's probably the thing that people are always looking at. 
on me that I'm not conscious about. Um, so I don't know. I, I 0% ever think about body language when I meet new people. It's, it does not come to my thoughts. <laughs> what about you? So I'll let you take that one. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I think, um, I think it's interesting because I think a lot of uh, professional training will tell you like you have to have a firm handshake. You need to have like clear direct eye contact and you need to stand proudly. You need to like hold a presence in a room, like all of these things that they tell you for professional networking events. And to some extent, I subscribe to those things because they give you a particular like aura of knowing yourself and knowing what you're here for. But I don't really, I don't really like worry about those things. Like I try just to be like a good listener. I feel like I just take my time to like do the head nods, like, you know, interject little responses, like try not to be creepy eye contact too much. Like just, just try to be as like friendly and laid back as possible while still remaining like like respectful of their time and who they are, which I think is that professional level. But I think what we get caught up in in a lot of like North American work culture um, is just like this level of professionalism that we need to have. I have a lot of friends who are obsessed with being professional and I want that shit to go home. I want it yeah. to go away. I'm like with you on that. <laughs> you can have a good handshake and you can have like appropriate manners, but we do not need to categorize like professional as like a type of person. Like I have sworn in front of people I've networked with in like huge like dynamic differences on professional levels, like me being like very much like an inferior and them being like way more important than me. I've sworn I have like made silly faces. I have like stuffed my face full of food. I have had more than enough or too many drinks. And I was still seen as professional and holding an authority because I know myself and I knew the situation. And this was me being able to bond and connect with them more realistically and letting them come off the hook a little bit, right? Like the more yeah. you have a stick up your ass, the harder it is for that other person to get to know you as well. Um, 100%. So just be careful with like how how much you subscribe to this idea of professionalism, and I think that fits somewhat under body language. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's kind of the way I would categorize it as well. Is like, yeah, it's just kind of like being really uptight, and like uh, you don't need to sit a specific way. You don't need to have a specific pattern or approach to things like. The more robotic it is, like the less I'm going to be excited to network with that person in the future. <laughs> so, um, exactly. And I'm sure if this like podcast was going down on the East Coast, like the Northeast, I, I'm sure people would have a different take on this. Like, oh no, no, you should be professional and you should speak a certain way and you should look a certain way. Um, and I think maybe just like this is our West Coast vibes of like, please chill out. Um, so I recognize. Yeah, that. probably. But yeah. Like know your I environment, think, know the culture you're in, I think, to make those more specific decisions. Yeah. But I also think that like 
if you can chill out, your real personality will come through. If your real personality is that you are super, super uptight, great. That's good for you. You're going to align with people that are exactly like that. And I sure hope you do because you should. And that's how you're going to be successful. Um, if you're not or you're, you feel like that's a front, you don't have to put it on. Yeah, I fully agree. Now, one that you did write down on here that I could totally take from you is the is uh, energy and like managing events and like managing your time. So um, I definitely get burnt out from doing events or like socializing too much. So um, yeah, I'm really glad you put that down because I think that's really good to call out is like you need to be monitoring your energy when you're socializing anyways. But when you're socializing with something that kind of like has stakes in your interests, it can feel like even more, it can take even more of your energy. So um, watch who you give that energy to and watch how much you're giving that energy in general. Um, So if you have a very busy work schedule and then you're trying to jam in three networking, you know, coffees or sessions or events in the week, like maybe by the end by that third session, you're going to feel like you're not there for that person. You're going to feel like you're wanting to get out right away. You're not going to feel like you connected very well. They're going to feel like you gypped them from having a good, you know, networking session. So like nobody's going to be happy at the end of that. So monitor your energy and know when to say no. And know when to say, well, know when to say no, like flat out. And then know when to be honest with your schedule and say, no, not right now, but I can do it like at this point in time. That would be my advice on on the uh, energy thing. Did you have more to add to that? Yeah, that's pretty much perfect. The only thing I would say is, um, like, if you if you're an introvert or you're like hardly an extrovert, if you can do a thing that you really really love that fills your cup up right before you go, then you're, I think you'll be more yourself. Yeah. That's a great tip. Like, yeah, don't, don't pick a time of day. If you have any control, like that, you know, your energy is low. Don't, don't go after, like, don't go to your event after doing something, you know, is going to drain you. If, if you have any control, like pick, pick a time of day or like a day where the events are going to be in line and in favor of you feeling your most positive self. And I like what you said, just like, just watch your energy, just know your energy. How about we do some of the uh, more controversial takes or etiquette, I guess some of this is etiquette. Um, What are your thoughts on like substances before meeting somebody like alcohol, weed, maybe a lot of coffee? Like, what do you, what's your take? Yeah. Um, Well, from personal experience, I do very well networking if I have had one glass of wine or beer or whatever. Um, I do okay networking if it's two, I start to falter at three. I, I don't, I think like a lot of people, so like for my program, let's look. Like just as an experience um, for getting into this particular field, there was a ton of networking. You had to really show yourself off. You really had to sell yourself. We went to all these like interviews, and they were like awkward dinners where like all the students had to meet. And I know a lot of students asked me like, "Oh, 
like, are you going to drink at this event? Um, like, I don't want to come across as like irresponsible. And I was like, yes, I'm going to drink at this event. Like I drink in my regular life, not all the time, but I think one drink would not be offensive. And so I was often like the only person drinking and I got into the program because I feel like I was more authentically who I am. Like, I I just, I was like, I'm not changing. Yeah, you weren't dancing on tables. You weren't like ruining the night. What I do normally, yeah, when I socialize, like I'm socializing event, like I'm going to have a glass of wine. Like other people who are there to network from the like receiving end, they were having a glass of wine. Like I'm going to do it too. I'm not just going to be like super nervous, like, ah, I can't wait for this to be over. Yeah. Like it's okay to read the room and just, do what makes you feel the most comfortable, but it's also okay to just like do what you want to do. So for me, alcohol is totally fine. Um, Can't really speak to any other substances. I mean, coffee, I think it's always a good idea to be alert unless you don't drink coffee, then you'll give yourself some kind of like panic attack. But yeah, maybe you can speak to like other substances. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes if you have too much coffee and you get the jitters, going into networking right for jitters, the worst. So I maybe would recommend something lower caffeine, personally. But yeah, that's, that's if you have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, if you have anxiety, like don't pound the, the shots. <laughs> yeah, drink and a I nice guess it like, depends on like. Yeah, like I guess it depends on like what kind of time of day we're talking about. Like, glass of wine for like a nine a.m. meeting is probably kind of oh. weird too. Yeah, use your judgment. Yeah, and are you in France? Because then maybe it won't be. So, like, where are you? When are you? We can't tell you what to do. When so. are you? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So another one I wrote down was like, what about breaking like the social hierarchies, like? Is it okay to network with like your boss's boss? Is it Ooh, okay to like go all the way to the top? Like, or <laughs> if you're already at the top, network with people at the bottom? <laughs> like, is it okay? Like, do you have to follow like social like, cues or can you just do what you want? Well, if you're asking me, <laughs> I say just do what you want and don't follow the cues, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I, I totally would. I, I don't see anything wrong with that, honestly. Unless it's like, unless it makes the dynamic with the person that you're working with uncomfortable. Like, if I work with somebody one on one and without them knowing, I went behind their back and like reached out to their boss. And now I'm friends with their boss and they didn't even know they weren't looped into that. Like, that might be a little weird just because it, it feels like you're just kind of like, I don't know. I'm not like sneaking around, but it feels like you're cheating on your manager a little bit. Um, <laughs> but if you're, if you're like, if you're like, okay, I, I work in the lowest level of this field and I want to work in the highest level. Um, and I don't know anybody. I'm going to reach out to this guy who works over this thing. And I knew somebody who knew him once. And I'm going to mention that. Like, I think that's totally fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, And if you're all the way at the top, you absolutely should be talking to the people at the bottom because they are the ones who are doing the damn work for you. God darn it. 
<laughs> I'm like, should I censor that? I'm like, I was getting passionate. <laughs> Anyways, you should that be hits home. To that hits home. <laughs> yeah. Always what talk do you to think? the base of your pyramid, please. I agree. Yeah. Do what you want. I, I agree. There's like some, there's like some considerations for like personal relationships you should bear in mind, but like what ah, social hierarchies, who needs them? Yeah. Honestly. Glad we're, we're in agreement. We're all, we're all just, we're all just like people on one earth. Um, all in the same plane. So to wrap this up, do you want to give us some examples of why you shouldn't network? Or like, Maybe yeah. yes. Why should we not network? Like don't when you anti networking. Like when is it like, yeah, bad beep beep beep. Stop networking. The, not good. Yeah, the people who were ready to tear okay. this episode apart because they're like, you didn't talk about the things. This is for them. Here are the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is the thing that comes to mind with any like, um, I feel like friend making group in LA like. Uh, thank God you and I connected and it was like real and true <laughs> because like I have heard such horror stories about just Same. people who come with so many ulterior motives like hi how can I level up by meeting this friend I'm like fucking picnic is not for career development like just let your friends be friends yes like yeah. be genuine like, 100%. If you yeah, if you want to network with your friends, you better tell them. You better tell them, hey, I really need your help with something for my career. And be honest. Don't like sneak that in. Like, I met a freaking girl who's like, hey, do you want to go get like drinks? And then like, it was like an interview. Oh my no, gosh. Not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not cool. No, and if you want to so, level up in something that your friend is good at, they're going to want to help you because they're your friend. If they're a real, true, genuine friend. Yeah. They're going to want to help you anyways. So be honest and just be like, hey, you're so good at that thing. Did you know that that's something I've always wanted to do with my life? And then you have that. You can share even more. It's so beautiful. Just don't be like a little slippery, slimy guy. Like, don't try to like, oh, it just bothers me. Like, yeah, exactly like what you said. You can ask your friends for help, but yeah. don't network your friends. Like, don't oh. be like, yeah. Oh, so like, um, like don't like don't use these skills. Don't use these tactics. Don't have this mindset. Your friends deserve like your friendship first. But of course, they're connections and they matter. But be honest. Like, just tell them, hey. Also, I need your help with this. Can you help me? I really admire you for this skill. I'm not yeah. trying to network with you. I just, or hey, you have a connection. I'd really like to use that connection. I don't want to offend you. Can you link me up? Like, just be more direct with your friends. They don't care as long as you're not like lying to them. Yeah, exactly. And if if on the other side of that coin, you're craving friends, networking is not the right way to like build a friendship. Because again, like I said, like people have things to do and places to be. So like if you're trying to loop them in to be your BFF by trying to like, I don't know, talk about tiling all the time, like they're not, they, they have other things to do. Um, so also be honest, you can turn the networking into a friendship. That's fine. But like, again, like somebody 
you have to set the expectations and keep the expectations. So if you're not trying to, you know, build a connection, you know, for mutual benefit, then um, you just need to be honest. Yeah, I I think that summarizes it really well. Like, just don't fool people. It's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's networking for you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be gross. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. That should be that should be like the main objective. That should be the goal. Is to have fun. To like enjoy the people. Yeah, that have you fun. Get to know people. Try to be authentic. You know, if I can slip one more piece of advice in there, try to bring something to the table. Don't be completely empty-handed. You might think you are because you're too like low on the totem pole, but trust me, you have something to give. Try to figure yeah. out what is it that you have to offer. Um, and yeah, just try to have like a mutual exchange of exciting information and just enjoy the process. Not that bad, guys. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. All right. Well, this has been the Coconut Grove podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Coconut Grove Pod. You can follow me at Katie Dessen and Ashley at Ashley Hansen. All of the notes will be in the show notes. Click around. We probably have links. Leave us a review, five stars and a couple sentences about why you're obsessed with us because we already know you are. And share this with your friends. We love you so much. We will see you next week. Thank you and goodbye.